Welcome to Disarming Persuasion, the podcast for sales and business leadership professionals. My name is Dave Rosenberg, and I am the founder and principal at Locked On Leadership, a consulting firm with a mission to replace Thank God It's Friday with Thank God It's Monday. And I'm Ann Bonney, redhead impersonator and an expert in change management and leadership that people want to follow. Okay, Ann. What are we going to talk about today? Let's talk about loving what you hate, Dave. Do you love me, Ann? Now I do. So you're saying you started out not so much? No, I did before too. We're not talking about you. I'm talking about tasks and things that we do at work that we got our way through and how we might be able to role, role model it to be a little bit more of a positive experience for us and our teams. Yeah. And, and no, and obviously, you know, our, our, our listeners know at this point, you and I set this up ahead of time. So it's not a complete what? surprise to me. When did that happen? I'm sorry. Peeking behind the curtain, but yeah, this was a, an interesting conversation I had with a big client this morning that, that prompted this because um, his business is five years old. He still finds himself doing, you know, if you use the, um, the uh, e-myth model he still has hats on that he doesn't like they're not comfortable hats for him he doesn't want to wear them anymore and he's getting really really frustrated because he hasn't been able to turn those hats over to other people Mm -hmm. and so this sort of led to the conversation i had with him about you know finding some people say embracing the suck Mm. but i think you mean something more than embracing the suck but not seeing it as suck anymore. I, I think sometimes we get in our own heads about things that we don't enjoy so much and we remind ourselves regularly. I don't like this. This is hard. I got to gut this out. I got to, I got to, this sucks and I got to embrace the suck. But I think what you're talking about is a bigger shift in thinking around these things. I do mean embrace the suck, but in a, in a way that it's like- In a loving way? In a lot, in a lo- right. And no, and it sounds kind of weird when you say that, and I want to contrast this with, we had, we did a conversation, uh, I'd have to go back and look in the archives, but several, a few months ago on, on reframing. And, you know, so let, let me contrast that because I think this is important. We're not talking, we are talking about reframing and yet we're not, we're talking about reframing at almost a cellular level. And by that, I mean, not prefrontal cortex. I'm going to justify what I'm doing and try and kid myself. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to kid myself that I really like this. You know, you I got gotta to go. do this. Right. Uh, honey, go scoop the poop in the yard. Oh, I love having a clean yard. Oh, this stuff stinks. Right. That's to me, that's what reframing is sometimes. And we try and kid ourselves. That's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about, Dave? <laughs> I'm talking about actually finding pleasure in it. Um. I was showing you, and you know, you and I both have done some uh, breath work, and and our our friend uh, Kimberly is, uh, you know, a renowned breath worker, and mm-hmm. and, um, and she uh, she does something I'd never experienced with others before, where where she does this um, uh, uh, breath hold with empty lungs, which. You know, it's like, you know, we're all used to, we will hold your breath and you go, <gasps> you hold, fill your lungs and you go, okay, I got five minutes worth of air and I'm going to hold my lungs. Right? And, and, and psychologically that's easier, right? Because you know, I've 
I've got this massive amount of air. My body needs oxygen and it's in there and I'm just going to hold it and hold it and hold it. This is like, <laughs> everything's gone. And now I've got empty. Now how long can I hold it? And when I first started doing this, um, it was painful. It was painful physically. It was painful psychologically as you're going like, I need air. I need air. Help me. I need air. Right. Mentally, I'm afraid. I'm not panicking. I'm not panicking. Hold back the panic sort of thing. And it was only recently where I learned to relax into it, where I was actually literally able to find pleasure in it. Whereas I'm like, oh, this is a neat sensation. I really, oh, this feels kind of cool. That's what I'm talking about. And in doing that, I was able to actually extend my breath holds a lot longer than I thought. Well, and I think so much of it comes down to not waiting for the end, like being very present in the moment and genuinely asking yourself, is this really that hard? You know, because we get messages from our brain, breathe. We get messages from our memory. This is hard. We get memory, you know, messages from our, you know, whatever, our machismo that says, gut it out. You got to do it, right? You And all of these things are yelling at you as you're trying to hold your breath and you're trying to get to the end of it. Whereas if you stop in the middle of it and say, is this that bad? and you really be present in the moment with it, you find that it's not. I had the same thing with um, doing my accounting. I hate doing accounting. I hate it. I hate it. And it's exactly that. And I'd get in the middle of it and I'd be breathing really shallow and I'd be like, I hate this. I just want to get through it. And all of a sudden I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is this such a big deal? Why is this so hard? It's not actually. I know math. I know my tools. I know I have enough money. And so by being really present with it and saying, I'm okay right now. And I don't need to get to the end of this because I'm doing fine right now. We find ourselves in less of that panic, gut it out, get it done kind of mode. You know, you hit on something so powerful that I had not even considered, which is being present and not just present, but in the present. Mm -hmm. Yep. We, we've said it before, and it's just occurred to me as, as you were talking about this, and I'm going to both talk about your accounting as well as the breath hold, right? The, 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 the tension comes from, I'm going to run out of air, okay? Right? I, I, some, I, if I don't breathe soon, I'm going to pass out. The tension comes from, you know, every time I've done accounting before, it just sucked. I can't wait for this to be over. Or... God, I hope I have, especially in the early days of a business, I hope I have enough money at the end of the month and not month at the end of the money, right? Yep. And, and yeah. all those, right? So, so you're thinking either the past or the future. And we've said before in other contexts, right? There is no stress in the present. The stress mm -hmm. is always in the past or the future. And I find this with muscle cramps too. <laughs> you know, when you're about to get a muscle cramp, and like, you'll do whatever you need to, to like get out of it. Cause you know, in the future, this could get really painful. And I found that in those moments, it's the same thing where if you say, okay, wait a minute, just don't move. Think about be in the present with that cramp. And it doesn't extend to the, you know, I mean, like we see what could happen and we freak out early. Whereas if we're really in that moment, it doesn't, it's not as bad. Yeah. And, you know, that's such a great analogy because the way you get muscles to stop cramping is to relax. Right. And you can't relax when you think about oh, how much longer is this going to take? God, this has been uh, taking 10 minutes. It feels like my foot's on fire. Right. It's like, just, just breathe. Just relax. Foot's not falling off. 
just just yeah. just oh there it goes yeah no that, that that's beautiful and that's exactly what i experienced on the breath hold it's like again leaning into it but i, I i'm almost well, want to find a new phrase for that relax into it is really what it is because it's not leaning to me is tension putting my shoulder into something right and it's more just just relax into it and, what about and, what about be in it because I think relaxing it puts pressure on it too. Like relax, Dave, relax, relax right now. Nope, relax. You're not relaxing, you know? And it kind of puts more pressure on it. It's like telling somebody to calm down. What about being in it? Oh, I love that. I love that. And so going back to your accounting or whatever business process that you are as a leader are still stuck in, I want to now take this after this, move this to now how this helps your team and persuasion. Mm -hmm. But um you're in that process, whether it's, you know, in, in my client's case, he's, he was um, having to counsel uh, a team member about something that his ops manager should have been dealing with. Right. And he's like, I don't want to be dealing with this stuff. I got, I got grenades just being tossed, you know, hot potatoes being tossed in my lap all the time. And he's like, what if you just be in it? It's like, okay, this is where I am. This is just where I am. And I got this. And he did, you know, he, he came to me, he was frustrated because he didn't think he did a good job. And he, I told him, I said, man, you, you got that thing 99% dialed in. There's a little tiny tweak I offer you, but even if without that, what you said was fine, you know, just be with it, be with it, right? And what I love about this is when you do that, you're modeling, you know, and I've said this before, we model the behaviors that our team is going to demonstrate. So mm -hmm. now, because every job has its suck to embrace, as it were, right? You know, as much as we try to, and I think good leadership will, try do their best to let people work in their flame and it's not always possible and so when we find ourselves working in those areas that are less than exciting knowing hey i i watched Anne. she she just was with it and she just with grace and ease just dealt with this stuff that i know she'd rather not deal with so i could do that too mm -hmm. and, and that's what happens well, and, and again, being in it, not thinking about what could happen and where the pain's going to come, but just say, OK, here I am. Maybe this isn't going to be painful this time. Let me be in it. And I think another place that this comes in handy, as you were talking about the conversation that he had and the sort of the recap of that, it comes in that recap, that uncomfortable moment of us going, oh, God, I wish that didn't happen. I wish I hadn't done that. Be able to say, OK, cool. Wait a minute. Think about it. Where are you now? You're good. You're past it. Is there anything you need to do? Is there anything you need to learn from it? Okay, cool. We're good. Now we keep moving. Yeah, it's so funny you just said that because that's exactly what I was saying. It's like it, it, by even even during that post-mortem evolution, being with it so you could receive the lesson. Oh, oh, I could have handled it just a little better. Wow, thank you. Now I know, right? And also it allows you to think clearly instead of worrying about what's going to happen, thinking about, is there something I can do now to make this better in the future? And if not good to go, let me breathe into it, take the lesson and move on. Yeah. And for our listeners who might be going, Oh, this sounds like a bunch of, you know, woo woo stuff. Woo -woo baloney. <laughs> woo woo baloney, which is the best brand of baloney, by the way. I love that baloney. I know with some mustard. Oh, so good. And anyway, Mustard. What do you put? Mayonnaise on your mayonnaise. Oh. Lots of iceberg lettuce for the crunch and mayonnaise. Maybe a little pickle relish. Okay. So, anyway, woo woo yeah. baloney. You're you're from the Midwest. That's what I expect. Um, uh, woo woo. Oh, um, there's actually some really sound science behind this because when you're in that sort of tension, you know, concern, that's stress. 
when, when we experience stress, our body releases cortisol, puts us in fight or flight. Our prefrontal cortex shuts down, becomes the size of a, like a micron, right? And, and we get pumped full of adrenaline and we can't process and think clearly. We are purely in the body at that point. And, and so when you're in the moment, there's no stress in the moment we're relaxed and now we're actually in a very creative place where we get to to conceive of oh wait i could do this next time yeah well and and it's it's thinking about where you say there's no stress in the moments it's being able to say right now in this moment at 4:45 and 27 seconds i am fine so that cortisol dumps down, the prefrontal cortex comes back online and you can actually logic through it rather than ruining the moment with the stress of what could be happening in the future. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we're talking about things like MMA fighters, boxers, warriors in general. First, yeah, and, right. I was about to say. First responders, any, anybody who, you know, while they're doing their stuff, they're they're able to do it because- They've learned to be in the moment and not worry about what could happen. Mm -hmm. And it's funny as you as you think about this as as I've gone and done adrenaline sports lately. Like I don't remember what I was doing, but it wasn't even that big a deal based on what I've done in my life. But I saw my and, and in hindsight now thinking about this, I was thinking of all the danger things that could happen. And I was freaking out more about doing the thing. I wish I could remember what it was I was doing. Walking um, down the street. Yeah. Well, there's probably more danger in that than what I was actually doing. I don't remember. I'll, I'll remember it at like two in the morning, but anyway, it's, it's, I was freaking out and not able to be as courageous and as e at, at ease with this activity because I was thinking about the future and what could happen. And, uh, and it, and, and it robbed the moment of me. It robbed the fun of the thing. That's so interesting to think about. Yeah. And it's there. You just right there. You brought it back because it robbed the fun when you're at ease. You really can make um, things that previously seemed not fun, fun. Right. Well, and I mean, in this moment, I wasn't doing anything dangerous. You know, I mean, I wasn't there was potential to fall, but I think I had a harness on. I God, I wish I remember what it was. But I remember thinking, why is this so hard right now? This is not like I do this stuff all the time. I mean, it sounds like rope climb, ro ropes course or rock like climbing or something. Thing. I think I was climbing up on somebody's roof or something. That would probably be dangerous. I don't know what I was doing. But anyway, I, I remember getting in my head about it. But it was and the stress all came from worrying about what was going to happen, which took the fun out of the moment and the good feelings that come from the fall or the, you know, not literally the fall, but like the falling part of this experience. Maybe it was a hive slide or something. What the fuck was I doing? I don't know. I don't anyway. know either. Why don't you ask Mike? Oh, <laughs> it was on the tram going up to Seven Glaciers, which is a beautiful restaurant in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh my God, it was amazing. But this tram was so super steep and went up like 4,000 feet in a minute and a half or something crazy. Yeah, that, that that sounds like the tram from the uh, classic Clint Eastwood uh, um, World War II movie where Eagles there. Um, yeah, I, I know you you know you're not a World War II movie buff. It's a great movie though. It's Clint Eastwood's pretty great. Yeah, it, go, going up the tram to like uh, some big Nazi getaway place in the Alps. It was dead. anyway, great great movie. We've completely gotten off subject, haven't we? <laughs>
but I mean, that's, and it's important to think about the future and what could happen and all that stuff. As I, as I think back on this mystery event that I was taking part in, you know, it's important to think about those things. And sometimes being in that future of could robs us of the moment and robs us of the ease that we could be experiencing now that again, could make it a whole lot, not only more enjoyable, but more successful. Yeah, I mean, I think the the and piece there is so depending on what the evolution is, right? During is not the time to think about the future unless you're like you know um, a spy. I, I was just watched what was what was the movie I just uh, watched? Um, Ghost. Um, have you seen it? Patrick Swayze and no, 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 or Ghosted or Ghosting. Some so it, I'm it, like it, I can't imagine Dave watching the love scene of Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze making a pot. I actually did see that movie. It's a, it's a pretty, I, I love the twist at the end of the movie. It's a great, yeah. great movie, but um, no, this was like some guy meets a, meets a girl that he thinks is a curator. Turns out she's a um, international CIA spy and, and, and he stalks her to Europe um, and gets caught in the middle of her, her stuff. Buying this. Yeah. Or, yeah. Some mission where they, they, they actually, torture him it's 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 a cute movie uh, but the point being adorable yeah adorable um well you know uh, any movie with a kick-ass female lead character i just you know it's you know um but uh so you know yes you're you're captured by the enemies and and they're torturing you you want to both be in the moment and plan your escape at the same time um, but you can't plan the escape if you're worried about being killed. You have to be in the moment so your brain is relaxed so then you can see the opportunities in front of you. Wow, that was a long about way to get to that one, wasn't it? Yeah. No, but it makes sense. Like you do all your thinking about what could happen in that planning phase. And obviously you need to think and see opportunity and shift as you go. But you made the decision. You decided this is the path you're going to go. It's time to go. Let's stop thinking about the possibilities. Let's start thinking about doing. Right. And frankly, by being in the moment and present, and let's forget about being an international spy and, you know, a kick-ass assassin, but just you know, whatever you're doing, if you're, instead of uh, thinking about how much it sucks in the future and, you know, the waste of your life and thinking backwards of the things you could have been doing instead of and all that other stuff, and you're actually in the moment, you'll see opportunities to improve that process right? right? to improve it. So next time you're going like, oh, I could do this a little bit easier. Again, like I was able to do that breathwork session where once I was able to relax, I was able to go like, oh, wait, here's a way I can get through this with grace and ease, you know, just by relaxing my body. Yeah. And in your colleague's case with having that tough conversation, if you're able to chill out and just have a conversation with another professional person, it becomes a lot easier than if you're all stressed out and shoulders around your ears and you know, worried about this conversation and how it could go off the rails before it's ever gone off the rails. You know, right. you can't be present with that person. And when you're present in those conversations, you're able to hear things and maybe explore with curiosity, which we've spoken about in the past as well, and learn something that might help you help them or just help you or just well, help put them. them at ease as well. Like when you're all stressed out and, you know, worried about something or not liking it or whatever that people feel that, and that's going to impact, especially a difficult conversation. Yeah. So if, if you're having a challenge with this particular episode, folks, just relax and enjoy it. Just be in the episode. Be in the episode. Just we go back so and listen again. And again.
and again and again anything else you want to share on this I think that's it. I think it's a simple concept that's hard to execute. And it's a matter of catching yourself in the moment, dreading or, you know, worrying and saying, okay, how am I right now? Like right now, this instant, how am I? I'm okay. I got a plan. Let's do it. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know that I would agree that it's hard to execute. I think it's one of those things that once you get it, it becomes right. it's really simple to execute. The execution is not difficult. Yeah. We, but it's an execution we tend to overthink. It's yeah, exactly. It's catching it. Yeah, Initial. yeah. But so once you ahead. get it, once you get it, it's got. This it's is not. One, this is not one of those skills that it's like. Oh, I do it right, and then you do it wrong ten more times, then you do it right, and then you do it wrong nine more. Do times. I feel like it? It, it is. You you have to catch it in different areas of your life, right? You might catch it in the leg cramp thing and go, okay, I see what they were talking about. But then in that doing the taxes, you know, part, it might be harder or having the tough conversation. It, you know, again, you're, you're going to have to recapture yourself. Um, but again, once you've done it more and more, you start to realize, okay, I, I see where this yeah, and is. I, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that hundred percent. Awesome. Well, it got to be want... something folks. Did you hear that? <laughs> Well, if that's it, then we'll uh, talk to you folks next week. We'll end this one on a victory. Thanks, y'all, for listening. See you next week. That concludes another episode of Disarming Persuasion. This is Dave Rosenberg, and you can find my website at LockedOnLeadership.com. And this is Ann Bonnie at YourChangeSpeaker.com. Remember, if they fail to make a decision... You failed to disarm them.